Welcome back, everyone, to Living Madly. I'm your host, Mad, and today is a beautiful day because I have with me Kate. Say your last name. Algazo. <laughs> Nobody can ever say it. <laughs> I'm going to... Algazo? Algazo. Oh, Algazo. Kate Algazo. Artist, entrepreneur, model, creator, <laughs> brand director, photographer all the things world traveler professional road tripper yeah literally <laughs> professional road tripper and today we're just gonna shoot the shit friends oh, yeah. we're gonna talk about life and we're smoking a blunt which is super fun uh, always you roll the best blunts thank you <laughs> i picked up some art from kate a few weeks ago and oh. um we did we did dabble with a blunt that night, yes, which was did. fantastic. Yes, that was honestly my first blunt in six years. What? I know. That's I know. so many people too are like, you know, I don't typically smoke blunts, but like that's all I smoke, so if you're smoking with me, like that's the option. So we're like, yeah, I guess we're just doing that. I fucking love them. Love it. So, um so <laughs> I have like this list of rapid fire questions oh, I like shit. to go over. <laughs> Just so let's do it. Just so they get to know you a little bit, like on a weird level. I okay. like to say because they're weird questions. Oh, they're all over the place. But um, first one is kind of easy. Where are you from, and where do you live now? Lol. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm originally from Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. I grew up in both towns. They neighbor each other. Uh, basically, halfway between Philly and Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, around Hershey. If you know Hershey's chocolate, yes. I grew up going to like Hershey Park and Same. shit like that. Yeah, Literally so the, best. Fun. <laughs> the best. Chocolate world. Yes. The ride and you get a candy bar after. It was just the greatest. But yeah, so uh, from a small town in Pennsylvania. Um, and right now I like don't have a permanent home address. I haven't um, since April of last year. Uh, but I've kind of been all over the place right now. I'm based basically between here in Denver and Austin, Texas. Yeah. Um, but everything I own is in a storage unit in Austin right now. Actually, so it's funny, on my story it popped up. I actually, like, woke up in Austin a year ago today. Wait. Uh, I moved there. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. And then you know what I also realized, which was crazy about today? What? It's one eleven twenty two. 22 I lost my shit. I love numbers. <laughs> I love numbers. It is one eleven. And I saw we were, like, getting together at 11 today. It was, yeah. like, Over all the it. ones. Boom, boom, boom. Perfect. I love it. Do you know your zodiac sign? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, <laughs> Scorpio. Are you? Oh, ooh. full and full. Like Scorpio rising, Scorpio say, sun, oh, Pisces shit. moon. But oh, wow. almost everything in my chart is Scorpio. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. Um, Like, are you into horoscopes? Like, do you like believe it a little bit? Do you read them? Um... I do sometimes. I think they're fun. Um. I, I don't know if I'll catch some hate uh, for this, but no, honest answer is I put astrology up there with religion in the way Ooh. that it's like something to explain the Ooh. unexplainable. Um, but I definitely think, you know, there's some truth to it, I think. And there's some like there's a reason it exists. And I think it's fun. I love like reading this stuff. And I always joked about how I was a squ- before, like the rising and the sun and the moon became a thing when it was just like, oh, what's your sign? We would, my mom was like, oh yeah, you're a Scorpio. Like, and then when I saw my chart and it was like fully Scorpio and I saw all the placements, if there is any truth to it, I was just like, damn, okay. Like, Makes sense. That's me. <laughs> a lot is. I'm with you when you say it's like religion. I feel like sometimes a lot of people, pe- a lot of people put themselves in like their box. Like you're a Scorpio, you're in your Scorpio box mm-hmm. and like are scared of reading. So I'm like with you on that, but it is fun. Absolutely. I love it. I love reading like 
different things and how they relate to each other and the stories behind everything and just yeah I don't know it's fun but I think that like anything you just have to like not Take get carried away with it yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and like live your life by it you know yes. like use that with your own thought and intuition and combine the two yeah so oh, there's that. my two cents <laughs> do you know your Myers-Briggs like do you do personality test things uh I did the the en- the en- Enneagram yeah I did oh, that recently what is oh I'm a four Oh, I, I hold on. Wait, I still might have the tab up in my yeah, phone. Yeah, do it because I was like, I have no idea what that means. I think I'm. Oh yeah, I do have it. A seven, I want to say. Okay, all right. That's what's coming to mind. Yeah. But the individualist. Oh, type four. Oh, wow. <laughs> Duh. Makes so much sense. It was pretty spot on. Um, you were talking about like getting deep and stuff earlier. Like getting this was like oh, literally the wait, first say, sentence. Yes, yeah, say it. <laughs> They're like uh. They fours experience a deep conflict in that they long to connect with others, but they feel that because they're so unusual, very few people are able to truly see them as they are. Oh my god, that's oh my god, do you feel that way sometimes? A little bit. I know I'm a weirdo. I think but everybody all is, yeah. yeah. So it's about like and I think finding it's how your you... people that you can be weirdos with. I was about to say owning your weirdo and finding like minded individuals. Yeah. You have to. You have to, or else you're gonna Yeah. Be bored. Yep. But the Meyer Briggs one, I did it like a while ago, but I don't I don't remember what it is. Those are interesting. You should are. look into that because I feel like I have an idea. Well, I, everyone is like, there's like millions of different combinations you could be. Yeah. And I'm an INFJ and it makes oh, yes. so much I've sense. Re- I've definitely done that we'll before. Get back to I it. just can't remember which one I am. That's fine. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay, oh. here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm stoned. We can put it out too oh, and perfect. save okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you don't have to face the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that would get so radical. We are in control of our destiny. True. We control how stoned we get. Oh my god, I love you. Okay. So this one's I'm scared. <laughs> this one's fun. So if you had the opportunity to be to go to space, to go explore space and okay. be sent to another Earth. Okay. My heart's shaking for you because this is a hard question to answer. <laughs> and possibly never come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a potential you could come back, I guess, like, whatever. But we're sending you light years into space. So, Am I like, exploring? Like, I'm on an exploratory mission? You're what on an the, exploratory mission with, like, a few other humans. Okay. You're all going to, like, start a new world. Okay. Or stay on Earth forever. That's the thing. I know. It, there, it's such a toss-up because when you get out there, like, the possibilities are endless, but it could also, like, down turn here, into some... the possibilities are endless. I, exactly. But... Like, what if, like, there... It's, like, working with the devil you know versus, like, a whole new... I don't know. Like, it, oh, I'm torn. I might have to come back to... No, I would want to say, it. like, stay here and just, like, okay. continue trying to, Same. like, do whatever. But I'm an earth girl. It would also depend on who I was going with because if I feel like there are so many other stronger pers- personalities okay. with nefarious intentions, oh my God. then I'm, right, like, it. me going, like, it's fruitless, you know? Like, they're just going to fuck shit up elsewhere and I'll just stay here <laughs> and fight the good fight. <laughs> but if there's, like, a group of, like, you know, people like my, you know, like, like mm-hmm. us and where we're like, oh, we really have the chance to, like start something start anew beautiful. and do something great you know then and i and i felt i could contribute then yeah i'd probably go but yeah space girl Absolutely. everyone she's a big space girl as long as i'm not going with some assholes wait no <laughs> i'm just gonna say it here first i've interviewed a few people with this question and everyone who said space is cool oh hell yeah okay yeah 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 okay. you would, love. would you go 
Um, what would you do? I'm going to flip the <laughs> question on you. It's so hard. It's such a hard decision. I, well, this is the thing. So I got got talking with some people because we were like, it's space. You have no you could go for 45 seconds and die. <laughs> yeah. Instantly. <laughs> Literally. Like, you have no idea. But then it's like, whatever. That was how it was meant to be and beautiful. I think space is so cool. But I also think Earth is so cool. Absolutely. And I don't think I've seen enough of Earth yet. Okay. To go into space. Ask me this question in 20 years, maybe I'll change my mind. Ask me this question in seven years, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's a great answer. It's I like that. It's a hard question. It is. It is. There's a lot of, a, a lot of circumstances. There's so many <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, introvert or extrovert? Oh, man. Five years ago, six years ago, I definitely would have said extrovert. Oh. I was quite the social oh little God. butterfly through, like, high school. I didn't know no. I, I don't so that's the thing I would have said maybe I was an extrovert but I don't know if I've just always been an introvert who didn't mm. know how to say no and now I do oh my God. but I would say now I'm probably an introvert with like extrovert tendencies yes. here and there but my social media gets depleted like so quickly de- especially depending on who I'm with I feel like that's the same for most people but yeah so I, and I'm just now within the last like three to five years have become like way more aware of it and cool. definitely protective of it so yeah yeah introvert is my short answer <laughs> Love it. Same. I feel, I literally feel that same exact way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm smiling so hard. I need to some <laughs> I'm like, my mouth is dry. I'm smiling. My teeth are getting stuck. I look crazy. It's a good thing this is a podcast. You're not. <laughs> this is why I do this. I swear to God. I was Ooh. like thinking about what I was stressing about what to wear today too coming over. And I was like, wait a minute. This is a podcast. I'm wearing my painting sweatpants. <laughs> like, Dude, I loved like, it. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, Coffee or tea? Coffee, 100%. Boom. All day, every day. Breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. <gasps> East coast or west coast? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> west coast. West coast. Oh. So much more beautiful. Blunt on the beach. Or mushrooms in the mountains. Yeah. Um, as f- mm. <laughs> it's both. Mm. I love my favorite thing, aside from doing mushrooms before I paint, is like mushrooms and just like roaming through nature. Oh, but one on the beach, I think. The beach is like, as much as I love the mountains and the desert, like the beach is truly my happy place. And a blunt, like the ritual of it, not even smoking, like literally the ritual of rolling a blunt is so soothing to me. Oh my God. So that's my answer. Blunt on the beach. Boom. Yep. It's so true. Well, the ocean is so cleansing. Yes. The mountains are so cool. Well, I always, this is why I love that you're a traveler <laughs> because you put yourself in insane like mountains, ocean, what are they called? Landscapes. Landscapes. <laughs> Thank you. And I believe that when you live somewhere where the landscape is bigger than you, like Ooh. something more like more insane than you could ever imagine, it keeps you like humble. Always, dude. And it keeps you wanting to always look around and see what's around that next corner. Mm-hmm. And I think that that adventure aspect can translate so much into your like the things you do in your life yeah absolutely and so it's like really cool when you're just around this cool shit all the time and you get 
just serendipitously you get all these ideas more important i i had a feeling when i was i was thinking about this last night i was like we're gonna end up talking for hours i was like i'm gonna have to make this part one two three oh no no i'm like loving it i i am loving you'll it. have content for <laughs> however long you want i'm putting it all up today i swear <laughs> to god yeah, my mom was so excited. She's like, where can I listen? I was like, oh, mom, God. Oh. Hi, mom. What's your mom's name? Danny. Hi, Danny. I just need you to know right now oh, God. that you created the most incredible human that I've ever met. <laughs> and I'm having so God. much fun. And this is so incredible. Just, I'm um, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're so sweet. Oh, my God. No. Kate. I'll guess so. I'll guess so. I'll guess so. <laughs> having it changed soon what is one thing that you're like absolutely obsessed with right now it could be something mm. under 15 bucks it could be something that you really want to try like, like i don't even know that's fine um, you don't you're not you don't obsess over things no, that's cool not, i mean the, my like biggest obsession right now is to be done road tripping for like <laughs> after next month i'm just like i'm really like set on nesting right now that's that. like my biggest i want to like paint and like not live out of bags and i've been doing it for and set your shit out exactly. and be able to walk up to it every single day exactly. and just like go for it yeah i see I that see for my you books and my plants my poor plants are in like a different climate yeah. every other week they <laughs> don't have time to get acclimated to anything before i'm whisking them off oh somewhere my God, else i didn't even think of that yes they're my babies and so i just like want like and i don't have a lot of things you know right. but like what i do have is like a lot of it's like from family members hand like all my furniture is like my living room suit is like my great-grandmother there was my great-grandmother's my bedroom suit is my grandmother's like all this stuff so it's like sentimental and yeah. I just like want it they're cool things and like they deserve to be seen and appreciated and all of that Not kept in, they're just yeah. in storage right now so I'm like that's what I'm like obsessed with right now that and just I creating like just continuing what I'm doing I guess I love that do you have a place to go and like nest in LA um, um, LA is going to be chaotic. I'm oh. going to be all over the place. Um, <laughs> luckily I have like several places I'll be able to nest for a few days. I'm okay. very blessed. I have people who are willing to like house me and feed me. You're literally welcome here things. whenever, as <laughs> long as you let me talk to you. Always. <laughs> I will smoke you up. I'll cook for you. I'm a pretty decent cook. You'll have breakfast and coffee every day. Ready. Love it. But yeah, so LA, I'll, uh, I'll be all over because it's too big. I can't just like nest in one place that whole time there too. I'll be so there true. for like two and a half, three weeks. And I heard it's just really hard to live there with like the traffic and everything. It like, so that's why you can't bounce bad. around. I mm-hmm. understand where you're like... It takes two hours to get from, like, one side to the other. Like, Ugh. it'll take you 30-something minutes to go, like, four miles. It's ridiculous. That hurts my heart. The one cool thing I would say, I was lucky enough to live there during the pandemic. Ooh. And I got to see sides of L.A. You know, like, everything deserted. We drove out one Saturday night to the Staples Center, which is, it's now, like, Bitcoin. I don't know. Like, something, it's, like. Something crazy. With, to do with, like. Uh, Crypto shit. Yeah, yeah. It's been renamed. It's not the Staples Center anymore. But when it still was that, we drove down, and it was, like, completely deserted, and all the lights were off on a Saturday oh. night. Like, the marquee wasn't lit up and shit. Like, cool. it was just wild. And even, like, the 101 and the 405, the two main highways, and the 10 there. Empty. All, they were just, yeah, we were, like, racing, and, like, there was just nobody, no traffic on the times that there would normally were. Damn. It was wild. That cool. is so wild. Hollywood, the ho- like Hollywood Boulevard was like dark on a Friday night. <sighs> it was unreal. I visited LA once and it was like 
normal times. Where'd you go? Um, I stayed downtown. Okay. For work. I went for work. So there was like this time in my life where I was on tour with Heineken. No shit. Yeah, their marketing team. What? Their mar- yeah, whatever. It's crazy how many lifetimes we live. But listen, you want to know what my job was? Yes. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> to build kegerators. Nah. Yeah, we would go throw these parties at these epic venues. Like, I was at the soccer stadium in L.A., the Galaxy Soccer Stadium, uh-huh. on the field, whatever. And my job was literally to go build, like, three kegerators and set up two bars. But then I would go explore. <laughs> oh, my god! And it was sick. That's amazing. <laughs> Last question. What's one thing you're grateful for? Oh, man. The people in my life. I know that that's, like, a lot of things, but the, the people in my life. It's the perfect answer. My, yeah, I just... I've got a lot of solid folks in my life, my family and like my inner circle. Like I fucking love them. You know who you are. You're included in that. Like, oh, yes, thanks, I wouldn't be here without my people. I'm immensely grateful for them. What have they helped you get through? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heartbreaks, trauma, life, yeah. the dumb shit I inflict on myself. I call my mom and I'm like, mom, I don't need answers. Like nothing. I just need to talk through it. I got myself into it. I know roughly how to get myself out, but I just need to talk through it. Yeah. And she hears me out every time without judgment and just like, cool. yeah. So that's a dope mom. Yeah. Without judgment, yep. literally the most perfect way to listen my mom is great yeah i, I feel that mom. way about my mom moms are the best moms are the best when they're good moms <laughs> <laughs> well when they're not hormonal and freaking the fuck out that's true too oh my <laughs> god moms are human yeah, but exactly they're the best i'm like i'm nervous to be a mom because sometimes like well i know i'll be a good mom but like the world right now is scary to me mm-hmm so I need to raise the frequency before I bring anything in here. Uh-huh. I completely feel that. I've told yeah. my mom, like, even if I were to get to a point personally where I felt comfortable bringing a child into this world, just the fact that I know I couldn't control that child or, like, save them every time, you know, like, the world is still going to do its thing and be the yeah. place that it is. So I just, like... Because the world fucking sucks. Right now, yeah. <laughs> so until, things, like you said, like, things get better, the frequency is raised, like, you know people then care, start about caring it. about each other and we have yeah. policies that reflect that then yeah I, I can't justify doing that to another human right? <laughs> sometimes i literally like read the news and i'm like it's 20 fucking tw- 22 now mm-hmm. like it, how are we here <laughs> why am I, how am i reading this we're just also aware keyword mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i have an answer to your question oh yeah i wanted Instagram. yes i wanted to talk well, about I that i thought about it so much can you tell them what the question was oh yeah i had asked uh, i put a poll up on my instagram story the other day uh inquiring as to whether or not people thought there was a, such a thing as too much awareness right i got a lot of interesting answers from that yeah i'm so what is your answer uh i think there is such a thing at times um awareness overall is a good thing it's just what you do with it that matters i think um because it could destroy you like but it can also like if you're able to stomach the information it's okay if it affects you a certain way for a little bit of time but as long as you're able to then like step back and be like okay like i can do something with this information now like then it can be used as a positive thing and then but too much i think sometimes yeah there is such a thing as too much if it's like there's, I don't know. It's without getting, like, super specific. I don't know. There's just, yeah, like... Yeah, no, exactly. There are things, you know, ignorance is bliss sometimes. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. But 
overall, we need more awareness in the world, I think, (laughs) as a whole. I like what you said when you were like, it's what you do with the information. Because I immediately when I read the question, I was like, no. Because you can never stop spreading too much awareness Mm -hmm. about things. Because Mm -hmm. things do need a light to be shined on it for change to happen. Absolutely. So I was like, no, oh my God. But knowing too much is fucking terrifying. Yeah, there are times where it can be detrimental. Yes, and you can bottle it up. And I think a lot of people do bottle it up instead of of spreading. Like spreading is an action, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's what you do with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a wild thing. But there also, people might not be ready to reach a certain level of awareness and type thing as well, you know? like That is so true. And are we talking grand scheme of life awareness? Or are we talking situational awareness oh where, like, God. some a partner's cheating on another partner is, oh and you know God. about it, and you're friends with both of them? Like, say, like, that is that awareness, like, good or bad? Are you the person to bring that situation to them? Like, oh my you God. know, the, even on, like, a microscopic level like that, it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just a complicated. It, I think it's situational. Dude. There's no. I agree with you though. There is like a like my knee jerk thing was like no. There's no such thing as too too much awareness. Yes, like same. everybody needs to fucking like, hear everything. Get to this at least this level as a baseline. Like in society, we need a certain level of awareness. But then yeah, when you take a step back and you're like you know, people might not be ready to hear certain information. So Some true. information might be detrimental as opposed to helpful. Like it's all. Uh, an individual basis, I think. It's, why? Do you need food? No. Is it I, the it's probably the coffee and <laughs> blunt and all the things. Well, and it's like, I I always say, so I shake a lot. Cause I do I, too. I say I'm vibrating. <laughs> I am a human vibrator. I'm just kidding. That was crazy. I hope you leave that. Oh, I leave it all. Oh, really? Yeah. I I wanted to feel like they're here with us because I feel like they get it all. Damn, look the good, bad, and the ugly. Maybe <laughs> I cut it. out some. You're transparent, dude. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, it's and it's more fun that way. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm thinking about for my future self when I do these. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see exactly who I was, exactly what I was thinking ah. at the time, and like where I was at in my life because. Yeah. I think documenting is so cool, but I've never been able to do it with pictures and be like consistent on with pictures. I do love video, yeah, but I can't keep it up. I'm not consistent hard, with it. Yeah. But with this, oh. <laughs> it's a time capsule for you in a way. These yeah, podcasts. I love that, and it's fun. <laughs> and I say some fucked up shit. <laughs> I do. I know it. I know it. And I'm, I'm. Bringing out taboo topics, as we'll say. Uh, yeah. Not taboo to me and you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're kind of open life. books. Yeah, we're just like... <laughs> because that's a th- we own our shit. You, I was just... With this podcast, like, you said that you say fucked up shit. Well, everybody has fucked up thoughts. Not Everybody's. everybody has the courage to say it. True. And you own this shit. And yeah. they're not fucked, and fucked up by well, whose standards. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people can learn from our thoughts. Mm-hmm. And maybe resonate and be like, oh my god, there's people out there like me. Like, that's when I started to realize yes. why this all mattered. Yeah. Brings people into your circle who are like-minded. and My orbit. Yes. That's what I've loved about the creative community since I've, like, gotten back into, like, modeling and photography and stuff. Like, some of my best, 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 like, favorite humans in this world are, like, people who on a whim we just got together and created. And typically we're all, like... I don't want to say all, it's a gross blanket statement, but, like, a lot of us are, like, 
depressed kids. Like depressed kids are good at art. That's like just, <laughs> I, that's the, you can all relate. There's a saying, whatever. Yeah. So it's like yeah, we all just you know find each other, and it's I don't the know. best. It's thing a beautiful. Ever. There's beauty that comes. How from does it. that happen? Collaborations. Like what? Like oh, how? Like because you do a lot. Yeah, do you? Like you are so connected, and I think that's why it's so fun following you on Instagram because you're like. Just everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I like literally have no idea how you don't have like four million people following you yet. It blows my mind. I remove time. a lot of people. It's <laughs> oh, so incredible. Keep doing that. Uh, you have yeah. to do that. Yeah, I do purges too. Like the people with like no profile pictures. Like I'm aware of the content I post. Oh. I'm aware of why people might follow me. You know, and well, so I just go through. I do a purge every now and then. Oh, nice. You don't have a profile photo, and you're like handle some gibberish like i'm wow, taking you off like that's smart whatever it's, you it's have about to. the quality of people again that you surround yourself with so and that includes i guess as dumb as it is followers on instagram like so I'm just, true, and i don't have that many that it's easy for me to manage like true so would you ever make yourself private and just let the good ones in I have done that before, but it's hard with, like, resharing. And now that I'm trying oh, to, like, move real. into oh people can't, like, share your stuff. Yeah, that that's is... the, that's literally the only thing that has kept me from right. going. If they could make it where, like, if people want to share and then give me this. Listen, Instagram. I know you're listening right now. Literally. <laughs> like, if people, like, with private accounts want to share something and it gives you the option to approve that or not on their story. Oh. I think that that would be, like, a beautiful thing where you could still Genius. protect your privacy and then have your work shared. Because it's a huge detriment to artists. It is a huge. So. It is. And your work is, I mean, it's like, Instagram is kind of like a art gallery. Mm -hmm. It's your own fucking art gallery. That's so what it started should, as. Like, you let people that you want through the doors of an art gallery. Exactly. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Oh. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a wild place, but. That is a wild place. So anyway, <laughs> collaborations. Where do you find the people to collaborate with? Is it like you like get. You're like, just say yes to a project and then you meet people there and then it kind of blossoms from there. Do you meet a lot of people on Instagram? Like, yeah, I was going to say, we're like, we want to know. Taking it dates. back to IG is like, yeah. he, that's actually the only social media I have um, up until yeah. like I launched my website because I did want something oh, a little bit more concrete. cleaner packaged Yours. and professional and didn't have like my modeling photos on there. Like, none of my modeling shit is on my website. Sure. It's all strictly like what I do behind the camera sure. with paintings, all that shit. Um, but yeah, so Instagram is huge and just like traveling. And then when I'm like in places, I meet like I literally met you through Savvy, just like oh, so visiting here. You I had was, a pop up. Exactly. And I was like, oh, my God, baddest bitch around. <laughs> but um, yeah, like shit like that. It is cool how like, well, that's one thing I love about Denver, though, mm -hmm. is how connected it is. And like you say, what's you can say yes to one thing mm -hmm. and it leads to so many like other beautiful things. Absolutely. Like now i'm still talking about collaborations yeah because i'm so intrigued you know because like i don't have the balls to like do it yet what do you mean well i'm not well um like with this i want to reach out to more people ah, and, and not be a weird person reaching out i feel that i still get that way oh it's like my heart kind of hurts like it's i'm like i get nervous uh -huh. so I'm like there was oh. this gorgeous human that i saw in austin when i was just there over new year's and like we were uh chuck and i were taking a walk like smoking a blunt in the evening around barton springs and i saw this girl and she just had like the most like unique look she was beautiful and i was just like oh my goodness i was like i would love to create with her and i like got sweaty dude i was so nervous and chuck was like just go talk to her and i was like dude i can't like i get 
even like back in my hometown earlier this year the uh, hustle trap house shit that we shot oh like my God. one of the guys troy he was in like the local coffee shop working the one day and we walked in and i was like oh my god i would love to create with him and he was like i interacted with him in the coffee shop he was super cute and i was like oh my gosh i need like I want him to oh like see if he would be a part of this. He was like a little college kid. I oh had my, my, my friend Wiley ask him. I was about to say, so how do you do that? <laughs> I had her do it because I was such a bitch ass. But <laughs> somebody It's much easier through Instagram. Um, but I just yeah. like I like, dude, take your shot. Like that's like something that like yeah. I just I've, have to do it. I just have to reach out to people. Seriously, because I've reached out to, like, even if, like, you know, like, you know how you follow people on Instagram, they don't follow you back, so if you message them, it goes to their requests. Yes. There have been, I will say, like, complete transparency. More often than not, reaching out to them, it's in their requests. It doesn't, like, for me, it, it hasn't done shit. But there, I would say, like, a third, maybe, of the time, like, yeah, reaching out. Yeah, I've reached out to people, and they've been, like, yo, like, yeah. either look through my shit or already been following me, and been, and it's led to shit, and I'm just, like, and literally responding to stories and casting calls. Like, mm. the craziest thing happened last summer, last spring, when I returned to LA for the first time. I literally got there, saw this thing on, uh, my, she's now my friend, like, in an Instagram story. She was, like, we need some extra models for this shoot that was literally, like, six hours later. I was up at, like, two o'clock in the morning on Instagram seeing this casting call for later that day. Oh and I responded to it and I was like hey I'm available like do you still need people and she was like oh my god yeah come out and like literally it led to all these other opportunities she and I are friends now like I adore this human like yeah you worked with some dude that was pretty big for Halloween oh um Ryan yeah Yeah. he's the makeup artist the he does like makeup and TikTok and stuff he was such a dear yeah that I actually just assisted on that shoot that was uh Casey's was shooting with him and that was another last minute thing she needed an assistant I was like yo girl I just so happened to be in LA that weekend and she needed an assist so I just went out and like she was gracious enough to let me like rip my point and shoot I did like a couple BTS shots and stuff and he's great yeah he's so lovely like she was she's obviously like the raddest human and just shoot your shot dudes like I'm saying it's not always going to pan out. It's not a guarantee, but like literally just reach out. That's like, yeah, it's crazy. And people reach out to me and I'm open to shit. Like as long as you have a cool vision and like, I do a lot of vetting too. Like I talk to people with reference, like oh, mutuals nice. to see like, Hey, is this human cool? Like whatever. Or if I see enough of my friends have worked with someone, like that's obviously like yeah. a pretty good indicator that yeah. like, yeah, they're good to work with. So Damn. just, yeah. Like saying yes, that's like the biggest thing. Yeah. In reaching out know. you never know how has it ever gone wrong uh what do you like sp- what do you mean like, has it it like, like a collaboration gone wrong like you show like someone oh. fails someone you know doesn't bring a fucking camera or takes your camera and runs away with it forever like i don't know you know what i mean like any crazy like fucked up on set um. stories nothing like I've been very lucky like on the modeling side I haven't had like any I've had like photographers definitely like push boundaries and stuff like Mm. that um there were times where I was confident enough to speak out about it and other times where I you know just let it slide for whatever reason it is what it is now but it's really hard it's hard hard? when you're in a vulnerable state like it's just hard yep but luckily I haven't had anything like too crazy too traumatic like nothing like that on a shoot set but that's again going i vetted like every i never signed with an agency like through Mm. because i've been modeling since i since 2014 um Mm -hmm. like on and off and like i never signed with an agency never like hired someone to look out for my shit because i'm like who's gonna look out for me better than me so and i vet and because of it i haven't had like anything crazy detrimental and not saying that like you know even if i did that wouldn't happen like so true it anything can go crazy go awry but you know I try to protect myself the best I can. And on set with, like, photography, 
I've had like some wild shit happen. People have like shown up drunk um, to some stuff. I won't like go into specifics because some things are fairly fresh. But um, we've had like people steal merchandise from shoots and show up drunk and like different things like that. Um, like models, are we talking? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Fuck. So different things like that. Um, Hello. Dear people, don't try to do your job drunk. No, we went to Steamboat. It never works out. We just went to Steamboat and we had this waitress who was wasted. Visibly taking shots at the table next to us. We went in. So so the only reason I cared, this is the only reason I cared, was because when we went in, they were like, yeah, we'll seat you. It was like 7.30. (laughs) But we have a concert tonight and you have to be out by 8 30 and we're like that's fine let's chill we're like mm-hmm. just here for dinner Fair enough. and so this woman foreshadowed it she's like i'm here tonight to provide you some great service oh, God. <laughs> didn't come back for 30 minutes forgot our drink order like all this shit came back without my drink <laughs> forgot what you had honey for like the second time took our food order how are you supposed came to back, came back came Came back. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I fucked up. I forgot everyone's shit. <laughs> like, I was like, this is so funny. So then we were sitting, but like, the only reason I was like, kind of pissed was because she was taking a long time and it was like getting towards 8.15. And mm-hmm. I like to enjoy yeah. a meal mm-hmm. because how lucky am I to eat one? Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. That's. <laughs> So, like, I like to sit and enjoy it. Not yeah. that I'm taking four hours to eat a meal, no. but, like, I like a solid two hours to dine. And, um, yeah, she just, she was honestly a hoot. <laughs> but she was drunk, and she didn't do a good job. And I wanted to tip her more, but we didn't, because we were trying to teach her a lesson. <laughs> Don't try to do your job drunk. Don't come to where fucked up. Yeah. Uh. But, yeah. Oh, my God. I can only imagine models drunk. Like, you're trying to give them direction, and they're like, what? Yeah. I don't even know. And the sun was setting, and I'm working with film <gasps> oh. and all the things. We oh had God. a dozen people there that day, like, all working. And, like, <gasps> I had, like two to three people were the ones. Like, it was a production. It was wild. But, yeah. Damn, dude. So, but it's, I mean, you know. Yeah. I've been shooting for two years, and, like, Shit's I've had, happen. like, one to two things, you know? I feel like yeah, lucky. yeah. I feel Exactly. Like, yeah. I can't complain too much, so. Yeah. What's your favorite role to be? Model, photographer? Definitely photographer, creator. director. I love doing the cre- like production, creative direction, Sick. photographer. Yeah, like modeling was never the end game. I really? like it honestly, like I a photo was posted on Facebook and somebody saw it and hit me up and wanted to do a photo shoot and I was if I'm being half honest, trying to piss off an ex at that point. So I was like, sure, it's something new. I'm a freshman in college. Like, let's try. I'll just like try this shit, whatever. And like, I've like talked to people who had worked with them. Like, it was a like, whatever. And yeah, it like, and then I learned the opportunity to travel and make money mm. with it. And I was smart about it. And I like thrust me into a traveling career for three years. And Damn. like, all that's so that's what got you started. Yeah. So, how old were you at that time? Freshman in college. So, what is that like 18? Night. Uh, it was like the second semester freshman year. But so I was like 19 at the time um, when I did my first photo shoot. Did you go back for that third semester or did you uh, after? Not? So, I went, um, I did my first semester in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was like a whole shit show. It was, <laughs> A very like traumatic experience so i was like College get me sucks. out of the city yeah. and, like back to the country oh my god because baltimore so yeah. it was wild and i was like one street over from north ab which is like a notorious like it's just a very mm. like dangerous area and i was like the next street o- it was wild um 
but yeah, so I like hightailed it to Bloomsburg University then, and I was there uh, the end of my freshman year, and then um, sophomore year, like fall semester, and then I returned for spring semester sophomore oh. year uh, with the intentions, because I had applied to San Diego State University then, to, to move there. and yeah, but they were like at 60 credits, you know, you transfer out as a junior, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go back, finish spring semester. I moved up there, went to my first week of classes, had an apartment, like everything. Oh and you know how financially it would get processed like... The second or a, third week. Yeah, like a couple yeah. of days, whatever, into the semester. That happened. And for whatever reason, my financial aid that I had been receiving up until that time was different like than yeah. like that semester. I was receiving less oh. and I was taking more credits. I was taking six classes that yeah, semester. So it was to, more like, expensive. Their, yeah, and there was like a $3,000 difference and I had just gotten a car and like all this. I was working two jobs and I was like, there's no way I don't have this like cash on me right now. So the financial aid lady was like, okay, well, you need to be out by the end of the week. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Like I was sobbing. I was like, I loved college. I love school. Like if I ever like won the lottery or like, yeah, I would just be a perpetual student. Like I, I genuinely loved it. And so I was devastated. So... I was looking at returning back to my hometown and working and going back to the high school boyfriend and like all the shit. And I was like, get me the fuck out of here. So two days after I like returned from Bloomsburg, I packed up my car and I took off to San Diego. And that was my first cross country (laughs) trip. And it was, do you want to hear like the story behind? It's kind of crazy. I've never actually like. Tell it. My mom, my whole family, like, almost disowned me for this because it was, like, a what? whole thing. Like, oh, my God, why? There was um, an agent, quote-unquote agent, pretty sure at this point he was just a pimp, but <laughs> he posed himself as an agent. And he was like, yeah, come out, and, like, I have a model house you can stay in. Oh like, da-da-da-da-da, like, you can stay. He had a wife and everything, like, and I'm pretty sure she was helping him with shit. Like, and the whole situation just seemed sketchy to me. Okay. But he was sending me money to get me out to Cali. Oh, and, <laughs> and money I is king. was like, sure, why not? He's just like sending me gas money with the intention. And so we had this pre like agreement that when I got out there, we would meet in a public place. I was like, I'm open to meet because I would like he's smart. There were like l- some things that seemed legit, but there were also red flags. So I was like, I will meet you and your wife in a public place like the day after I arrive in San Diego and bring one of your employees. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, and we can talk about this, like the, whatever this modeling shit is like because I was fairly new into it at that point wild so what was the meeting like oh we never ended up meeting he did because i got out there and he was like no you can come to my house like he switched it up okay good and i was then obviously like oh fuck you like i'm just gonna take this money and split like and so yeah i like made it out to san diego never ended up meeting with him like and i was young 19 at the i was like intending to move there and like do you have any friends in san diego no Dope. I knew no one there Sick. except for this guy and his we're, supposed wife who I don't even know if she actually Damn, existed. you like did the damn thing. Were you scared at all? Um, I was in like a pretty reckless state of mind at that point. When you're so young, you're I was just like, yeah, I didn't give a shit. And my whole family was like, what are you doing? They thought they didn't believe me too that I was like, guys, I'm not going to meet this guy. I'm going to meet him in a public place. Like, please like my, I can't even tell you how many times I told my mom like so, please have faith in the daughter that you raised like I know that I seem unhinged right now and I, I half am but like in this way like my mind is clear I know what I'm doing like right. I'm taking his money to get out there and if he's legit I'll go through like we're gonna like do whatever and like if not then whatever he's trying to scam me and get me into a bad position so I don't feel bad about taking his money to get out there 
so whatever think what you want but but my family they didn't believe that and so like my godfather my mom like everyone was just like caitlin how can you do this to your mother like my mom was beside herself and i was like i'm going y'all i'm 19 like it was bad but my mom like we joke about it now and she like understands i did what i needed to do and all this stuff but yes i got out there i didn't know anybody i never met up with him like i blocked him like deleted all like changed my number all that stuff like when i got out there and uh i like i just didn't plant roots or like do any like try to find a job i like was running out of money and then um i had friends i started i got involved with a photographer back in pennsylvania so i had been in contact with them and they actually taught photography and like modeling workshops on a nudist resort in florida (laughs) so they offered me work with them and after like three weeks in san diego i was like okay well i'm running out of money (laughs) don't know anybody out here so I turned around and drove to like Tampa Florida and lived on this nudist resort for a week with them and like taught these classes and I learned a lot myself on the photography side and like ended up like becoming associated with them and like went back to Pennsylvania eventually and like worked and traveled with them uh for a good bit of time and like damn did some studio management shit and like I was like the assistant to the assistant I like yeah I was like helping out a bunch so you've truly worked your way up to this kind of yeah in a sense in a sense is that like how you learned photography because i'm like always curious when did you pick up your first camera what kind of camera was it and when were you like i'm good at this i think i have an eye like because i think that's something like you're either born with it or you're not or you can develop it i think but having like you can teach technical stuff and you can teach about composition and the rule of thirds like i don't have any classical training in any of that just what i've youtubed and what friends have been gracious enough to share with me but yeah like I don't know I, I think I have an eye yes but I, I don't think I, I know I have a lot to learn like I, there are so many photographers I want to work with like and that's cool. why I'm open to assisting all the time because I'm like I can learn from so many people and different styles and different approaches to things and like yeah so learning is so cool you don't know what you don't know exactly and it's really fun to have your mind blown <laughs> I love it all the time dude my mind is blown every day by nature by people by like new information like I'm just constantly craving that that's why the road tripping is so addicting like you're just, like the, yeah, what's around the next ta- turn like that wait, resonated heavily were- earlier yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> how many times have you road tripped uh full coast to coast when I leave for LA this uh next week and arrive in LA that will be my 21st time Jesus going like straight coast to coast but I've done things like last year I like flew to Denver to help a girlfriend move from Denver to Pennsylvania and like that's not coast to coast so I don't count that so 21 and a half yeah essentially and then like I've driven like back and forth between Denver and Austin like 20 something times in the last year just like so like that little 14 hour strip how many miles are on your car 260,000 right now what is your car again uh 2001 forerunner do you, Toyota 4Runner. Do you have a name for it? Her name is Lady. <laughs> She's my old lady. Um, yeah. I, love I couldn't lady. think of a name for her for the longest time, and I just kept calling her my old lady. So I was like, oh, lady. And that was my the name of my grandfather's first motorcycle, which is mine now. So I was Sick. like, so I have two ladies. <laughs> you, I feel like you have so many things of your grandfather, like his t shirt. Well, oh, yeah. Well, I met you. A few times, and like, he that. comes up a lot. You know? Yeah, he, he was a, a force in my life. Um, Fun fact, he's not even my biological grandfather. Oh my god, that's so cool. Um, even better. Yeah, so much of my family, like, my, um, 
yeah he he didn't really like have a fit like he didn't have he married had stepkids at one point but like never really like had kids of his own or anything Mm -hmm. and he was just a bachelor he was like one of the patriarchal figures in like the group that my mom and uh former stepdad ran with when I was a kid and uh he just like and we don't speak to my mom's biological father Mm -hmm. um and her parents are divorced like my grandmother we're very close with but we don't speak to her father so like in 19 it was in the late 90s sometimes I don't even remember but they met each other my grandfather and my mom like outside of a bar like through all these friends and we've kind of just adopted him he has been at every birthday christmas easter thanksgiving fourth of july cookout he came to school recitals and plays and shit that i would like stuff like that everything since the late 90s like as long as i can remember um so i love that taught me to drive taught me to drive stick shift taught me how to farm land drive a four-wheeler build a fire swim like all the shit like i learned to swim in his pool like all the things um and he just my mom would like drop us off there in the summers with him he lived like 25 minutes up the road i had a 20 acre farm like oh my god fun we learned all the things uh no animals by the time we came along that was like there were animals like a long time ago when he was a kid but uh animals are hard to take care of they are they are but so we just have crops that we now like rent out to neighbor farmers because we don't they don't he doesn't like maintain the land or any well he passed away in 2019 but prior to that he wasn't maintaining the land um but yeah, so he was just a crazy motherfucker. He like was in the Philippines during the Vietnam War and came back to the U.S. and like started like he like took off. He came back in Cali. He like got landed back in the U.S. in Cali. Bought like a '57 Chevy and like road tripped across the U.S. in it That's and like sick. built some bikes back when he was in Pennsylvania. Then and I then- wonder why he chose Pennsylvania. That's where he, like, he was born and raised there. Oh, His, oh, 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 yeah, that's oh, where, like, oops, the farmland was. Oh, he had to, like, road trip back, but he just so happened to get back in Cali, and instead of flying back, he bought a car and road trip yeah, back. smart. And he was, like, 19 at the time, like, or t- early 20s, I guess. And, yeah, so, and he was a biker and had, like, he, the Harley lifestyle. Like, he used to, my brother and I would, like, be plopped on his lap on the Harley <laughs> Davidson, and he would, like, bungee cord us around him and, like, ride to school and shit before we were, t- like, big enough to sit on the back and hold on. I I remember one day dude i yeah literally and we'd have to like hold onto the bars on our little legs and just be like flopping in the front like i have so many pictures of us on the harleys and like i remember being taken to school my stepdad he was a biker as well and like he would take us to school on the like if we had a dentist appointment one morning i do one morning there was a dentist appointment i got to go to school late and he like i was a little bummed because we were getting there like after the buses had left and stuff i was getting there like half an hour late it wasn't even like worth it you know but nobody was even there to like see me rolling on this bike and shit i was so sad like so dumb best day of your life But just, like, that feeling of coolness. Like, I got my backpack on with the helmet, and I'm just, like, riding in on the that Harley. That is like, fucking <laughs> sick. Oh, my God. A little badass. It was fun. That is so fun. So, yeah, I definitely get, like, my road tripping from. spirit from my grandfather. He's got the shirts from, like, all over the place and the stories and... No, that's dope. Do you so you've done over 21 trips now. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you would tell your first self road tripping gal about the road (laughs) (laughs) and like what to expect or any you know or i don't know just like advice Mm. my (laughs) first so bitchy my immediate thing before you even finish the question (laughs) 
just do it alone. <laughs> it's my first time. I went with my step cousin, and it was just they made it so at that time. Like when I went, like the the dude and Callie. They made my cousin, so I'm the oldest of all the cousins on my mom's side, and they made my cousin, who's the second oldest, go with me because they thought I was unhinged, so they were like, make sure she doesn't wind up dead in a ditch somewhere, so my mom, (laughs) I think that was, like, basically the sentiment. And it was just, she's, like, it was in, the one time she GPSed the the trip, she, like, got us fucking lost in Sweetwater, Texas, where they have a rattlesnake roundup, like, it was... It was a whole shit job. So that is like the bitchy knee jerk answer to that question. But uh, genuine advice would be, which is something I'm still working on, is to stop more and to like take more photos. I pack my shit so tightly and I do like 14 hour days and I'm like working and I'm like, and I know like I've literally done these routes so many times. I know which gas stations I'm stopping at. Like it's, but like I never budget enough time to just like stop and like hit that local coffee shop and like take the photo. Like this past time actually coming um, in New Year's, I was in Austin and then road tripping here last week. I, like, actually stopped at a few places that I, like, always, like, I love. The, there's such picturesque things. I'm, like, I need a photo of this because it's such a beautiful drive. And I've done a bunch of times, never did. And this time I finally was, like, you can take, th- like, two minutes. Literally, it's not even. It's like, not. pull over, throw your turn signals on, like, <laughs> run out, have your. And I always have a camera literally in my center console for the Because oftentimes when there's, like, a landscape or, like, something I don't have to stop for, I literally just put my window down and I have my point <laughs> Stick my arm but out the window. Sometimes those are the coolest pictures. <laughs> exactly. But there's sometimes where I'm like, okay, I need my manual. I need to, like, sit down, yeah. like, compose the shot, like, yeah. get it in frame, whatever. And so, like, now I'm – but, yeah, stop and take more photos just, like, and enjoy it. I love that. It's truly about the journey and, like, not the, as cliche as that is. Like, oh, it's the most the, cli- We need to come up with a new term for it because mm-hmm. it is. But it's that sentiment, though. Like, it's the process it's, of it all. Yeah. And, like – when you're on the road, like, the little things do matter. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes driving for more than... So, Graham and I did a road trip. Mm-hmm. Which is why I was excited to talk about road yes. trips. Um, but, like, it gets a little stressful on the road. Especially if you're with somebody else. Yeah. Did you have your dog with you? No, we okay. did not okay. have okay. Shabway at the time. Okay. No. I've never road tripped with an animal, so that's... He's not good in the car. Oh. Not yet. Not yet. We're working on it. We just took him to Steamboat. He cries. He oh cries. He just... I don't... He wants his head out the window the whole time, but right now it's, it's negative eight degrees, yeah. so his nose will freeze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for his own good. <laughs> How was your road... Where did you road trip to and from? So we road tripped from New Jersey mm-hmm. all the way up to Olympic National Forest in Washington. Did... Coast to coast. Coast to coast, baby. I forget the beach, what it was named, but I have a million rocks from it. I could look it up. I, I have so many rocks. I, You're beautiful. a rock gatherer, too. I always come back from a pocket, like, with a pocket full of Same. rocks. I don't even realize any I'm type, doing it any, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I just literally will, like, pick it up, walk with it, put mm-hmm. it in my pocket, and then by the time we get to the car, I'm like, oh my fucking god, there's so many in my pocket. It's so bad. I'll, like, chuckle. That's so funny. <laughs> But <laughs> anyway, it was the coolest Downside. beach. It was the coolest beach. And then we did that whole coast from California, like down California, oh, down yes. to Sequoia National Forest, went to Las Vegas. How stunning is and all the, of that? Oh, my God. I, my mind was absolutely blown. And it was crazy to visit. We, like, 
stayed with a lot of friends. We have a lot of Hell awesome, yeah. incredible people yes. just around the country. So like, gives you excuses to see people. Dude, it was incredible. I saw one of my best friends from college who was living in Bend, Oregon at the time, and oh. we hadn't seen each other in like four years. Okay. And it was like no time had passed. And I you love just when that like, happens. gotta love that shit. Yes. Yeah. And that's how it was. We're like everywhere we went, and um, we. It was crazy to see city to city. Mm-hmm. The personalities. That's when I was like, holy shit, America. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> is there, speaking of America, is there any, like, town that you would never go back to? That, like, you you were like... Abilene and Sweetwater in Texas. 100%. Abilene to, Abilene's kind of, like, popping off now from what I've seen the last few few times I've driven through. But Sweetwater, they literally do a yearly rattlesnake roundup. Oh what? It's I don't it's like a rodeo thing. It's oh, an attraction. Rodeo. Like it's a thing. <laughs> oh and I'm just like, what the fuck? They truly have nothing else out there. But crazy. Okay. Cat. Oh cannabis cat. Cannabis cat. We love her. Yeah, but she said why. I know my reason. Do you have your reason? Dude, I love being around her. She is like literally first and foremost, she's a human I feel safe with. And if maybe that's a selfish reason, but like I she she's wonderful. Like we I know I can get high and say stupid shit with her and she's just like her talent too. Like I've Dude. literally blow up her DMs all the time when she like when she started doing the resin pour stuff. I was like, "Cat, you literally everything you touch, you master." I'm just like, "You are like fucking phenomenal i'm like you inspire me in every way and then just like getting to know her personally and like hanging out with her and like we talk like weekly i like i love her and just like getting to know her then as a human like beyond her creative side like i just fucking adore everything about her i love her nothing you're so nice (laughs) i was gonna say because she's the weed queen she is the weed queen (laughs) left that out huge she's so funny she is the absolute weed queen she is that's incredible. She smokes more than she smokes so much more weed than me. Like, I love it. I she, love it. I love it. We have similar insane. stories of how we started smoking weed. Like I did not touch it in high what school. I did yeah. not do drugs in high school. I actually got mad at all my friends. What you were that person? I, I was not a bitch about it. Okay, but it, maybe I would just be like, mm, I think it's. A you weird didn't think decision. you were better than them, but no, you were like, y'all are no. dumb. Well, we were young. Yeah. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, in hindsight, like, yeah. I wish I didn't start. Like, I wouldn't have started smoking I'm weed. I'm just sorry. I'm sorry to everyone. But then I started <laughs> college, and I found, I tried it. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I think a lot more on this stuff. Were you peer pressured, or was it something you were like, I want to try this? That's a really great question. Do you remember? I do remember the exact first time. <laughs> Would you smoke? I want to know everything. I love hearing people's first meeting. We're in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> I got in a truck and I hit a bong. <laughs> and I walked out. <laughs> and I was floating. I couldn't feel my feet. <laughs> so I started dancing to no music. Did you like it? Did you get yeah, paranoid? Yeah, so intrigued. How was well, your... then I, well, that I was like a one and done thing. And okay. then I waited months before, like, I really started to like, okay, maybe hit a bowl once mm-hmm. and, fly, <laughs> and fly to outer space. I'm just kidding. It's not like that. I would just sit and read, honestly. I love that. <laughs> and oh. then do yoga. 
Yes. Dude, yeah, I become, like, wildly aware of my body when yeah. I smoke certain things. And so I would just, like, lay on the floor like a starfish and, like, stretch and just, like... <laughs> yeah, dude. It's literally the best feeling in the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's your favorite part about being an artist? Oh, it's a, mm. That's a tough question. I think I have two answers for that that are equally important. Um, one being the connections it's brought me. It's mm. like creating has brought like, like shoots have developed into friendships like more times than I can count. And some of the f- friendships come and go and others like are lasting ones. Like, and I'm like immensely grateful for those humans. Um, the other thing about creating is the healing it's brought me. There's a lot of like previous life experiences and situations and stuff that I channel through my creations, whether that be modeling, photography, my paintings, anything. Mm. Um, And there's a lot of catharsis that takes place in my creative process. So yeah, both, both of those, the people it's brought into my life. And then am I allowed to ask you what your creative process is? Or is that something like a magician will never tell (laughs) us? Um, with regards to photography or painting? Like, literally anything. I'm curious about painting. Like, what's your method with paint? I think anyone that can create something out of nothing <laughs> is literally magic. <laughs> so, like, so, I guess that. But then, like, do you have tap into a space when you're doing photography? Like, do you ever... Well, in, uh, yeah. I don't want to ask you too much at once. I don't... Um... Paint. I'll answer painting first because that's yeah. like kind of easier, I guess. Uh, I say it. Eight mushrooms when I paint, like ninety. Since I was like fifteen, tripping has been like a huge part of my creative process. Um, I would dick around in art class a lot. Um, I took like a two period art. It was like AP, so it was two periods in high in my senior year and my mm-hmm. junior year. And so I would just like dick around in class and like take forever. And I'm a perfectionist too. So sometimes it would just naturally, I'm way behind everybody else. So I would take my stuff home then mm-hmm. and like work on it and I'm trip in the evening a little bit. Um, and yeah, so tripping definitely like sends me to a different place. I like, um, I guess like, I don't know, I lose like my attachment for myself and I can like strictly focus on creating. It's like what Adderall does for some right. people is like what mushrooms do when I get into a creative well, flow. It makes sense, yeah. dude. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Absolutely. Have you seen <laughs> Fantastic Fungi? No. I like want oh. I'm waiting to sit. I like everyone I wants watch to it. watch it. Mm-hmm. We are a part of a system ran by mushrooms mother nature is Mm. literally all created from my well this is how i think about Mm -hmm. it there's these mushrooms that lay underneath the earth everywhere we step on them constantly when we start grounding they're called mycelium Mm -hmm. and they create like are the reason for decomposition in the earth Mm -hmm. like they eat everything so they it's fungus they are their own kingdom they have their own knowledge Mm -hmm. so when we consume mushrooms we get this inner knowledge that is sparked because we have mushrooms literally in our body already Mm -hmm. all everything in in our gut and our gut is what literally drives and runs our system healthy gut healthy everything that makes so much sense too because i like 
I never understood. I believe in evolution and like we walked out of the ocean and everything. But where did conscious thought come from? Where and somebody had said like we ate mushrooms at some point along the evolutionary. Oh my god, monkeys! Mammals ate they ate mushrooms and we developed this collective consciousness. And I was like, okay. I was like, and I'm someone who like I have like fluid beliefs. I'm not attached to any one like theory of origin or belief or like anything about life and death like i'm i love speaking with people who are able to have conversations about it because my beliefs are ever-changing yes so i'm not attached and so when i learned that i was like "Hmm." and then somebody put me onto that documentary and i was like and i was like that could explain it oh my god so you're literally answering this right now that's so sick yeah it blew my mind i look i looked at them in a whole new way you know i literally i just started trying these things like within this when i turned 27 no way <laughs> yeah i was i don't know why i i just was never in an environment that i was like yeah let's do mushrooms mm-hmm. but i didn't know what they were okay and honestly i had a little bit of a negative look on them do okay. you know what i mean yeah. but then i but then i tried it and i microdosed microdose sorry <laughs> you don't know the terminology <laughs> such a noob it's embarrassing (laughs) it's embarrassing everyone's so cool but like (laughs) i just i you know when the research started coming out that it helped people with like depression and anxiety Mm. i was like i need to look more into this because i love consuming natural substances i really don't fuck with pills Mm -hmm. yeah i've never taken adderall i've never done the xanax thing i've never done i don't even take tylenol i don't take tylenol i smoke weed if i have a headache and drink a lot of water yeah (laughs) yeah never done hormonal birth control like really nothing yeah i take my temperature every day it's a whole thing interesting yeah but i've never had a scare you know so like yeah i so i love trying natural things and the first time i microdosed i was the ha- literally i felt like i was on cloud nine and i was just smiling and i kept t- i was like this yeah. is- i like you just everything makes sense and you kind of have this whole new like outlook on life literally and that nothing truly matters and then all that matters is pretty much that you're alive and able to talk mm-hmm. and share your stories with the world so sick and that everything is connected and everything is connected <laughs> I yes! love it. Yeah, mushrooms but, yeah. are like, I don't think they should be like a party thing. It's no, it's not. a journey. It's a therapeutic, like not judging any, well, do what yeah. you want. But well, yeah. like, yeah. it's, my mom's always like, I'm nervous because she knows I trip regularly and I'm like, and I don't also but you like use it for your art. Yeah. And it's like therapy. And I also am not like blasting off. There's been two times where I've taken like an obscene so amount never, and like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah. an experience. And like, actually literally, <gasps> A year ago today was one of those times. It was the day after I moved to Austin. Well, happy anniversary. It was, or no. From your boss off. We got there the 10th, the day after. Actually, it was tomorrow. It was the 12th. It was two days after I moved to Austin. Because I lost my job two days after I moved to Austin. And then my housemate and I were like, let's eat half an ounce of mushrooms. (laughs) I do not know what that's like. I've never done that. Did you puke? No. No. 
It was, we put them in a shake and typically that's like a huge, I'm super sensitive to that stuff. Usually the first like hour or two of my trip, if I just eat them straight, I'm like curled up in fetal position with like a stomach ache, like waiting. And then the visuals start to kick in and the stomach ache subsides and I leap up and I'm happy little elf and everything is fine. But the first two hours are like shit and I'm just curled up. But if I put it in a shake, peanut butter sandwich, I'm good. So we did a shake that time, but there was... Half an ounce, dude. And my lot. friend has a way high tolerance. So we put it in a shake and we split it. Or we put two shakes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know her name. Scarlet. She's, she's a homie. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Scarlet out in uh, Austin. She, oh my God. But she like fucking, she drank her whole shake. And I drank literally this much, dude. We had them in like, you know, like the Nutribullet, like screw on capsule. It was like that size, right? We literally drank this much of it. Um. Not even, it was maybe a sixth of the cup. And I saw sacred, like Scarlett would try to talk to me and I saw sacred geometry in her face. And like, it was the craziest shit. I have never reached that level before. I think I recently learned what like an an ego death is, and like I oh. think now I I think I had it that night, and just oh. like a complete detachment, and, like just realizing that you don't matter. You're just like this like cog in the machine. You're just not in, to make it. It's more beautiful than that, but you're just like this smaller piece in a much larger, beautiful, interconnected, perfect thing. And like it was it was wild though. It was I did. <laughs> I personally don't think I maybe in certain circumstances I would do that again but yeah typically like microdosing is the like a gram or so gram and a half 2.2 is like my ideal dose and I want to like trip trip but oh (laughs) I love it and when you realize that none of this larger societal shit matters it's easier to like disengage and just focus on like your life what you want to do you are happy happy. yeah you can't take this shit with you so do what fulfills your soul in the meantime and not what Good. fills your bank account. And you know, it doesn't matter, I guess, then whatever. Say la vie, but like, I don't know. I guess you'll just like... It's your priorities, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't know. Are we judging? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, oh no, that's too deep. <laughs> I love it, I love it. My last two questions. Yeah. Do you have any piece of advice for your younger self? Let it go. Oh, nice. In the simplest form. I'm someone who, like, in the past has, like, dwelled on shit to the point where I just, like, I hold a grudge. I'm an angry bitch. And, yeah, sometimes it's to a detriment. Sometimes anger is good, but sometimes it's not. So let it go. Let Um, it go. I think my older self, I'm, like, moving, going lightly more so now and you know I'm more in things whatever but just then I move on yeah yeah where can the people follow you I only have Instagram oh Uh, where is Kate (laughs) I went through a brief identity crisis finally settled on that I'm obsessed with the where is Kate Um, I was like that makes sense so many people yeah we're like this is this is it um so yeah just IG where is Kate and then um my website is barebonescollective.com yeah do you have t-shirts up there yet uh, I do. I only have like, because I did a limited run. There's 27 of them. So I have like cool. 20-ish left. It says I roll my own blunts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad, but Bare Bones Collective on the back. But I have a couple of like. Wait, it says I roll my own blunts. Oh my God, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh my God, that's. I love that. I love it's that. It's fun. And um, yeah, so I have, but it's like very like niche. <laughs> it's perfect. Chuck was like, that's a fucking like power statement. I was like, <laughs> I guess.
But uh, <laughs> yeah, so working on some other stuff, but most of it's like one-off pieces in the Harleys. I don't want to like, I'm no. not a clothing designer. I'm not a stylist. I'm not a fashion forward person. Um, yeah. I just bleach and, and sling yeah. vintage Harley <laughs> But I'll have Close a few fun, fun designs. Yeah. Just for like loungewear because I live in sweats and tees. So I just basically want to put that out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'll only sell what I will wear. Comfy clothes are king. Exactly. King. Can't get enough of it. Can't get enough. It's a really cool website. I'm, I am I loved it. I I'm, love the video when you like click into it. Like oh, it's a yeah. whole vibe. It's my homie Clay. I can't take credit for any of that. He yeah, did that it, whole yeah, thing yeah. at our shoot. And I was like, hey, did you mind? Because I like had the idea for it. And I was like, I think this video would just be like a dope intro to it. Give like a little entertainment. And he was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like put it, do do whatever. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. You're the best. <laughs> thank you so much, sir. But awesome. yeah, I'm like revamping the site now too. Um, oh, I, I have like, absolutely giggled at your Instagram posts where you were like, don't, so don't create a website because you'll want to change it in two months. I said facts. <laughs> I literally I do it. I do it. I spent seven months building it, dude, on a broken computer, launched it in November, and literally six weeks later, like, beginning of January, I'm like, let me just redo the whole thing. thing. So, so don't, my advice, because, like, I've done all of this already, Mm -hmm. don't redo it, but make the fine-tuned adjustments first, and then wait, wait until you learn what really works what makes people Mm. buy the most do you know what i'm saying by easy little tweaks yeah and then get that as a foundation and fucking run with it right you know what i mean like different types of product photos like change it item by item first Mm -hmm. because it's it's it gets really exhausting like always going in and like fucking it all up and restarting it's so and then you get pissed that you even started that oh i know i know it's a bear but it's it's worth it though i enjoy i do enjoy the process when i have wi-fi that works and when wix wants to cooperate but the process itself i genuinely enjoy yeah 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 she cute all right Um, do you have anything else for them no, I'm just. I, this is my first podcast ever. I'm just stoked to be here, dude. <laughs> you, it. you absolutely nailed it. I've had so much fun. Thank you for having me. You're oh, welcome. All I the love things. this. All yeah. the things. This is follow been... her. Follow her. Let's oh. blow her the fuck up. Get ready for some chaos. And send her to outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, later. <laughs>